Welcome to the Bangover Podcast. I'm Scott Allen. That's Katie Farmer. I got Chris Myers here on the board. Thank you to The Lost Well for hosting this. You can follow them on Instagram at The Lost Well, and then you can follow Bangover Productions at Bangover Productions. Uh, if it's your first time listening, we're just playing some new tunes, hanging out, drinking. If you like any of the songs that you hear, we do have a barcode for you to scan and have that playlist and then find some find some songs that you like. Maybe. I don't know. Or you might hate them all. I don't really care. I say this all the time. I am one of those people who's very set in my ways. I listen to the same band and the same albums that I've been listening to, you know, since I was 15 or, you know, 14 or whatever. This is a great way to break out of your shell. I mean, this song, or the song that we just listened to, Meshuggah, I know pretty much every metalhead's been listening to Meshuggah for like 15, 20 years. Listen to some new Meshuggah, you know? I mean, it's been a while since we had any new Meshuggah. I believe the guitar player came back, and that's why we're back to creating the most crazy shit you ever heard. That being said, um, not the first band to do something like this, but definitely one of the bands that perfected it, and you can see that influence go across like the genre of metal ever since the 90s. The first, the very first podcast I did, because y'all know I'm like a recurring co-host, this is not technically my podcast. Um, I think we listened to Archspire and Cognizance, and we talked about the lasting influence of Meshuggah and, like, tech death, you know, and progressive Absolutely. death Absolutely. Those guys are fucking aliens from another world. They're Martians, because who the fuck thinks like that? And it's just absolutely nuts especially the way the way they talk in interviews it's i fucking i don't know i love the band uh i saw them back in 2008 and i didn't care for them so i was watching being like okay whatever uh waiting for ministry to play and then as soon as they were done playing half the crowd left like more people showed up from a sugar than ministry because they were one of those bands that is just like, if you have the opportunity to go see it, see it perform live because it's fucking absolutely insane. And to me, they hold one of the best metal songs in the world with uh, Bleed. So it's one of the best. It's top 10 for me, for sure. Fuck. I'm drinking this amazing uh, coffee drink and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> two, <laughs> two sips in and she's, she's done, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. That's Kitty Farmer, everyone. Uh, so, Nuba Sugar, I've listened to it like eight times before oh, I got here. Um, well, we took the week off because uh, Hank Williams the fourth. I think I got that right. And uh, we can move on to the next song if you like. I mean, let's yeah. just fucking start rolling with it. That uh, Meshuggah album comes out April 1st. April so 1st. We'll be talking more about it. That was the first single to, to come out. Damn, so. that's still a while. We still got like fucking fifty days. Fuck. All right, something April to look Fools. forward to. Hopefully, it's not a, a joke. Yeah, and more singles will be coming out soon as well. To me, uh, it was like uh, <laughs> when you click. I hate how Spotify fucking does this. They just put the new song like if it was an album, like just by itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you click on an album, list all the album songs, it would just be that one song. When you play it it will just start that song back over when it ends because it doesn't move on to anything. So that song right there, I, I was driving and I was like, there's no way this song's eight minutes long. And I'm like, oh, I've listened to it like twice in a row. Because how it ends is how it begins. So it was just a perfect flow right back into itself. 
Uh, I love it. It makes my brain want to split into pieces and be a better musician through and through. Uh, are you excited about the next man? So I'm going to be really honest. Um, again, everything for me is like when I was younger, when I was a little kid, Arch Enemy was the first extreme metal female vocalist that I ever heard. And it was super inspiring, right? Um, I met their, it was fine. their older singer, Angela. Like, I met her. I did an interview with her. Um, she's really great. That album, Wages of Sin, changed, like, my perception. That's still the album I jam. I'm not trying to knock anyone. I'm not a big fan of clean vocals, and I'm not a big fan of keyboards and chorals in melodic death metal. I would prefer the guitar to carry the melody. Yeah, so the new clean vocals are not very metal. I hate it! But, yeah. uh... So I'm not really a big fan of the new Arch Enemy, but I'm not knocking anyone who likes it. I, I understand if you want, you know, the new melodic elements. I hate it, though. That being said, uh, these bands from the early 2000s have really turned around and just started doing more death metal and kind of staying away from that whole... It was, it was just a fucking niche. Because everyone of, was doing it, and the record label was like, it I'm fucking like, works. I'm going to stop you right there. Because, like, the dusk fall... The Dying Wonders of the World, like an album that I jam all the time, like guitar-driven, melodic death. And they came out with a new album, and again, I'm not knocking it. They're, I love those guys, but it was it was more like clean vocal, you know? Oh, it was more melodic. I wasn't my favorite. I wanted to go back to the older albums. So I feel like some people are like changing to be more melodic, other people are getting harder. But that's just part of getting older, you know? We talked about uh, this before. Growing as a musician. All right, let's let's check out this new Arch Enemy song and judge it harshly. Okay. So let's check. The song is "Handshake with Hell." Hmm. I'm gonna put my metal face on.
absolutely not. No, 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 no. I was, you know what they had me on the verse? You know that opening riff was very thrashy? Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm saying, like, this wasn't bad. Obviously, um, Alyssa is great at clean vocals. I love her clean vocal work with the Agonist uh, as a guest with Camelot and with Soil Work. But with Arch Enemy, I'm wanting, like, that older, like, melodic death metal sound with melodic guitar and harsh vocal. Like, the clean vocal for yeah. me is not... You gotta, well, you gotta take no the right approach. Yeah, no. It, no, 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 no. It's all about the right approach it's, because clean vocals again are not metal. It doesn't I mean, they, fit what's going be. on. I love power metal. Like I was on Facebook. I'm in that group death metal growl posting or something, and I was in a thread where they were making fun of the cheesiest power metal album covers. I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" I see like 50 of my favorite albums. Like I've been called <laughs> out. Like you know, well, fucking Halloween, Stradivarius. Yeah, metal's um, also Fairyland. supposed to be kind of corny as well. But like with this kind of music, I would prefer a harsh vocal all the way through, and I would prefer the guitar to have the melody. Yeah, this should be like just the breakdown or something if you were going to do it I at mean, all. The chorus was great. I was feeling it, you know? Yeah, and here and comes again, the breakdown. And again, this is just a stylistic difference. I'm sure people are going to love this. It's not a bad song, but I don't like it personally. I know, it just did what we never wanted even when we were younger. I was... The, I know. When the chorus uh, hit, that's what I said. When the chorus comes in, you're like, this why? is, is going to make or break this fucking song, man. And then you're like, fuck this band. So you had told me that we should like not react to the song so much, but just talk about stories. So I have a story for you. It's okay. probably not a funny story. So oh, my friend Jake okay. is like in this band Church Aside. He's in Morbosadad. He's in very like cult, like black and death metal bands. He's not into like mainstream metal at all. I am. I love soil work. Quote unquote mainstream metal. And we were at Come and Take It and soil work came over the PA or I thought it was and I was like, Jake, is this soil work? And he's like, how should I know? I was like, yeah, it's true. Like, Jake wouldn't know. So, what is this? Chris? Is this the same song? Holy fuck. No, (laughs) I'm done. Like, All right, let's move on. There's something a, a lot more thrashier. This, so you're not going to save this one on the playlist? So you what? Oh, there's a surprise is, uh... song? No, this is the same song. Oh. Like uh, this? Like this? Like, you know, going ahead, Jeff Loomis, but... Yeah, like you were saying, the guitar player fucking nails it with those riffs. It, well, everything's perfect, and then you just like, it's not my flavor, still. Nevermore, I mean, is an amazing band. He, Jeff, brings like a lot of good stuff to Arch Enemy. Um... But let him shine, you know, like do the harsh vocal, let the guitar shine in the background. I mean, everything's pretty cool, but it's just, again, eh, I'm not coming back to it. But I'll be surprised if I wake up in the morning and this is going to be the thing stuck in my head. I'm like, oh, God, it was so catchy. <laughs> they were right the whole time. I mean, that's it. That's all. Like, that's it, all I have. To, I have nothing else to say. too, to be honest. I know this is very. Huh. Well, let's just move on then. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on to the next song. It's a song by the band uh, Creator. And the song is Hate Uber Alice. Just check it out.
everything. Ooh, we almost went on to the next song there. Uh, because that shit just fucking abruptly ended. Uh, it's creator. Uh, what did you expect? Uh, it was a little power violence. I, say- I mean, like, it was... Uh, it was uh, this sense of power metal there. You know what I mean? But I personally, course. to me, see, that's what I wanted out of the Arch Enemy song. There was melodic guitar sure. with the harsh vocal over it. Sure. I dig it. I mean, I would never say a bad word about Creator because they haven't betrayed me on an emotional level. So I think it was like too catchy for me. That was the problem. Like uh, that chorus was so catchy. It was. I was like, I kind of fucking hate it. You know what I mean? I, you know what? I didn't hate it. I did like it. Um, I'm probably going to give that a listen again. Yeah, it's going to grow on me. I thought the I'm album... Gonna, go oh, ahead sorry. and like it. Save it to the playlist. The album artwork was interesting. It kind of like... The color scheme and the motifs kind of reminded me of Pleasure to Kill. Oh. So I think it kind of like put me in like a good mood and like primed me to enjoy it. Yeah, but isn't fucking like metal uh, like artwork like... You know, the artwork on a metal album, isn't that the best? Like out of anyone. Yes. Like it's the best... In, and out of all the genres. Yeah, totally. Do you have like a favorite when it comes to man, like oh, iconic man. or that's just so the hard. one that you just love that album cover? Oh, fuck. That's that's such a hard question. Um, There's so many good ones. Honestly, I'm going to say when I was like a teenager, I loved power metal. So like those Stradivarius covers are so over the top, so fucking cheesy, yeah. fucking iconic, like vaporwave shit. Yeah. Dolphins, Fleur de Lis, like I'm into it. You knew exactly what genre of metal it was by yeah. looking at the album cover. You know what I mean? I mean, man, that's a really loaded question. Oh, um, uh, I know. I, I, think, I don't think I could pick one out either. Oh my gosh! Now I'm like racking I'm gonna my say brain. the uh, the first Disturbed album. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so iconic. I really like um, like the Dark Tranquility albums. They're very like bleak and futuristic. Yeah, I was uh, I was gonna go with like any fucking Slayer album. I don't know. Yeah, th- I mean some albums I like the cover. Besides for the God hates us all, which I was like, eh. see that? Yeah, that one was like a little bit. Just stick with whatever. Um, you know. Man, I don't know. Like Iron Maiden, obviously, classic artwork. I mean, yeah. I mean, but they also have like a mascot, which not a lot of people have, I'm which is fucking about- genius. Okay, wait. Talk about cheesy album covers. Fucking painkiller. Most iconic album cover ever. For Painkiller? Yeah. I mean... I, I'm trying to put my... It's like just like this angry... It's an angry motorcycle. Angry... angry it's an angry motorcycle? Angry motorcycle, dude. <laughs> it's iconic. Try to picture I, I like any album that's kind of like self-referential to metal. That's cheesy, over the top. Like it knows that it's over the top and it just goes there. That's yes. my favorite album cover. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm thinking like uh, Marilyn Manson album covers because they were supposed I to be as more fucked up as one as the other. Probably just I can't the Antichrist thing. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of... I don't remember. It's it's weird because like, you know, I'm very into the melodic death metal genre. Right. Those aren't my favorite Jerk album Dave. covers, honestly. They aren't. Um, some of them, you know, it's just the band logo and stuff. Yeah, it's just distorted. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I'm going to say every single Cannibal Corpse album. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're the best. Cross the board. Man, this, I'm going to have to go home and think on this. I think I probably On your way home, some. you're going to like scream at your Uber driver and be like, fuck. No! And just grab the back of the seat. She's going to fucking swerve. I'm like, Whoa. oh, man. Fuck. Uh, let's think about it a little bit more yeah, while we get it. into the next song. Uh, again, that was Creator. The new single, Chris? 
Yeah. Oh, well, Creator has Hate good Uber albums. Alice off the album Hate Uber Alice. We have to say Creator album covers. I have a tapestry of the cover of Pleasure to Kill in my cubicle at work. And I was like so scared that I'd get in trouble. And it's not even like the violence. It's that the demon's like naked and you can see his little pee-pee. So when I'm not in my cubicle, I like roll my chair up on the... Oh, my boss is probably going to hear this. I'm like, fuck, kidding. But I haven't gotten in trouble yet because I do good work. Like I've never done anything bad at work. It's just the fucking tapestry. We, we need to talk more about that. You being a metalhead in a corporate setting because I'm, I'm loving this idea of that sitcom, you know, where it's oh, like, yeah. Kitty, just you carry around your microphone at work, and when someone doesn't get shit done when you need it on time, you just pull it out and fucking get <laughs> some power violence in their fucking face. That's what I imagine. That's where all the dents in your microphone came from. I mean, it's just pounding in your head. You'd be like, you want fuck with me? So before I was in Flooded Tomb, I was in a band called The Occulted. And the artwork and the logo were very gnarly. Like, John Zig did it. So it's, like, this disgusting, like, death metal logo. And all my coworkers are so supportive. And they're like, hey, Kitty, like, I heard you were in a band. What is it? And I pull out this poster. It's like, Dear Colton. And it's, like, this gross logo and this, like, deathly, like, evil-robed like, figure. I'm like, it's this. It's this. Ooh. And they're like, oh, Ooh. cool. Yeah. They're this like, seems like fun. My coworkers have come to our shows. Like when, when we played at the Lost Well, my coworkers all came. That's the best fantastic. to like uh, literally have someone just that's not used to the genre and, and show up and just expose them to that where they can love or hate it, you know? Yeah. But they'll be thinking I about mean, it and talking about it for, for the rest of the year for sure. I used to kind of hide it. I thought that it was necessary and then... My boss really encourages us to be ourselves at work, and Aww. nobody judges anyone at my job. So, and now my attitude is like, if people don't like it, you know, um, right? That's you your, can pull that PC card. Because, you're like, you can't judge me for the genre well, of music that I. Boom! You're canceled. Let's say on a very cynical level, you were gonna fire me and replace me. That's actually a cost to my company. Like, it would cost them money to get rid of me and replace me. Like, I have so much knowledge of my job because I've been there for, like, five or so odd years. Like, if you want to fire me, be my guest, but that would be, like, shooting yourself in the foot. Don't you, you know? just love that shit where you I hold mean, all the cards and you're like, okay, fuck it, I'll leave. That's the thing. We're experiencing... Cash it out. There, everyone's talking about the great resignation. People are quitting their jobs. Good. Go somewhere where you're respected as a human. Bare minimum. Goddamn we, right. We don't deserve to be treated like chattel at work. Fuck no. Like, if I like metal, my boss that I had before my current job, I used to cover my tattoos, and I have one that goes, like, almost to the bottom of my neck, and so I would wear, like, turtlenecks. Good like, God. She told me, like, after she hired me, she's like, Kitty, please never, like, cover your tattoos when you go interview for a job, because if people don't like it, Why the not fuck does it matter? Yeah. Tattoos or not? Who cares? Well, that's the... I love If you want to look like a jerk-off with all that stuff on your arm, go for it. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, I paid two thousand dollars for this shit. I, I don't know. look like a jerk off. I look great. But um You fucking spent two grand. I well. This is my thing, like, we should just be able to be ourselves at work. Metal is actually not it doesn't indicate that you have a personality problem or like problems in your life. Yeah. It shows that you have a passion for music. When you're in a band, let's face it, it's like a business to get five people together to practice and learn and write songs. Like, that should show that I have some, like, you know, I have some get up and go. Like, I can concentrate long enough to write songs. I can concentrate long enough to play a show live and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, and plus, uh, we're the best fans at the end of the day. 
Like, uh, we just care more than anyone. And we love to tell how much... Or yes. <laughs> tell everyone how much we love it. And I argue mean, with our friends about how they're wrong and you're right. I know. It's the best. I love it. I love it. Let's move on to the next song. Chris, what do you got for us? A uh, song by Watan. Watan? Watan? Watan. You got it right. Uh, you know, the, the goat's head, the blood bath. Uh, it... It must be the stinkiest show. It is. It's, it's absolutely most foul-smelling. I got the blood Ugh. on me last time I saw them, and it does smell foul, but... I, might, I If I start gagging, I'll, I'll throw up. Like, it's a chain reaction. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. My eyes are watering. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a sympathetic vomiter as well. Like, if I see someone vomit, I will also vomit. <laughs> You're like, um, stop. Stop. With that being said, we should totally do black metal. Next. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, You're I, like I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, know, I don't know I don't about throwing the actual actual. Listen to Watain and you'll change your mind. Okay. All Let right. the power of Satan right. like you know take over you and all that stuff. Uh, flow through my. Yeah. Through. Pa- yeah. Okay. 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 I'm keeping an open mind. Give Satan here. a chance. Oh my Here's God, uh, <laughs> the howling from Watan. Wait. So fun fact. Oh, Chris. No, I'll say it later.
Holy fuck, that's how you end a song right there. Okay, take everything I said back. It was so fucking satanic, uh, brutal as fuck. And um, I don't know, I, I guess if I went to a show and I got into it, I'd be like, all right, hit me with the fucking pig's blood. I'll carry around the fucking skull too, fucking mosh him with it. That's what I'm saying, like... I was talking about how I love over-the-top metal covers. I would love nothing more to, than to, like, get on stage, like, carrying a pig's head on a stake, being like, hail Satan, like, just it's having also blood badass. running down. Yeah. So, I think y'all know, um, my interests are, like, a lot of, of extreme metal, and I'm always, like, putting that little bug in your ear that we need to do, like, more extreme metal. I'm like, forget this, like, pretty crap. I'm like, let's, like, you know play just evil music get real complicated with it or just extreme in the sense where everything's so fucking harsh and over the top both because i feel like to me um ex extremity and sound without complexity sometimes it's not as you know i want a little bit of finesse that's what watane has like yeah. they go through like the very extreme like you know infernal go warfare whatever parts they have the very pretty parts and they pull it off so well and they go in between those styles so well so yeah it's they have a lot of finesse. They have a lot of, like, talent. They have a lot of extremity, so. That's what I was so Intensity. surprised with. I don't think I've really sat down and gave it time and listened to an album because I always just thought about it as the gimmick, as the live show, but yeah. never about what their music sounded like because I was like, probably like just a bunch of fucking noise, to be honest. Like, they I don't mean, have to do much. It's all about watching them. Well, you know Finnish black metal is very, like, just noisy yeah. and, like, ugly and, you know... But, I mean, Rob is always talking about Dark Funeral. Like, that band has a lot of great, like, song structure and songwriting skills. Yeah. So, um, so what's your excuse? We have to, like, play black metal. So it's true. It's just the way it's recorded, and that's where I'm like, <laughs> bah. I mean. Bah. But that sounded, uh, that sounded loud and brutal as fuck, but still on that lo-fi setting to where most black metal lives and breathes, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I saved it to the playlist. I'll get more into it. I got to find more than just a couple of black metal bands that I truly love. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there has to be so many more. There's so many more. There's so many. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, we will be moving on to the, the band called Abath. We talked about the a single of theirs... I think maybe the last episode or the episode beforehand. I think so, yeah. The Wait, Abbott? Abbott, yes. Yeah. From Immortal? Yeah. You mean it's just like his solo? Oh, yeah, his solo stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Go on ahead, Yeah, I Abbott. think we listened to it last week or something. Uh, this album cover is... Mm, what do you think? It looks like... It's... I mean, that's over the top. Evil yeah. Satanic. Who, who was that villain from... The uh, the DC, you know, Justice League movie, Steppenwolf. That's a fuck exactly what it looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. Some guy with metal armor and horns that all connects. I don't know. That's that's super. It's a little bit corny in my opinion. I mean, that's the. I word. think I know like, exactly I love, what I'm getting into. I love corny album covers. I mean, it's like kind of Corpse Grinder. It's like an um, an exaggerated version of their rock star persona. Corpse Grinder was just a drawing of him, just like with yeah. his fist up. <laughs> I mean, it. that's that's totally like immortal, you know. 
Yeah. It's very grim. You know, they're always doing like the frog face, like, yeah. It looks a little polished, and that's why I think this is going to be more of like in a classic kind of, uh, what, what would you say? Like, you listen to this song, Chris? Yeah, it's good. Is it, it I'm, I'm just getting this whole like power metal feel. No? Mm. All right. All right. I'm just always going there now. Let's, let's check it out and see what you think here. This is uh, Dread Reaver. There's like every time we listen to new metal or like the playlist comes up, it's like power metal. Oh, 
So what band was this guy from again? You said Immortal. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so, sure, sure. It's awesome. Sure. I mean, this song actually kind of reminds me of some Immortal. Like it's. Yeah. I'm digging it. The vocals are crazy and like super produced. They're like all over the place. Like there's backup. There's just weird digital effects. I, I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, but it's it's super produced. I get that. I mean, is yeah, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Good and a bad yeah. thing, yeah. In some ways, but it's again your flavor, especially when it comes to your black metal. You know what I mean? So this be like polished black metal or what? I mean, you know, there is always super polished. Um, yeah. Black metal out there. Where it's just it sounds good. It's well produced. These I mean, black are... metal is like death metal in the sense that, like, when you say black metal, it could mean anything. It would be like, you know totally disgusting you know disgusting metal yeah um, or very from finland or it could be like a very like symphonic black metal it could be black and roll you know yeah it, it could be like satiricon could, playing with an orchestra you know oh that was my lip just be king diamond like I feel like King Diamond's more like power metal with the satanic like, yeah, vibe. King Diamond's more power metal-y to me, but yeah. I mean, black metal could be like anything, you know? Well, not True. anything. Watch the black metal like elitist come, like, you know. <laughs> ah! uh, <laughs> leave it in the comments, fuckface. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a discussion about black metal. And again, it's I, I love the idea that metalheads will always stand up and be like, you're fucking wrong, man. <laughs> it's like no other, you know, fans of genres fight like that, which it's fun and it's also toxic in some ways, but it's, it comes with the passion, man. And when you have passion, you're always willing to be like, you fucking don't know what real metal is, you know? You always get that shit. I mean, look, we got corn coming up on the playlist and all these people are going to judge us. Watch. I mean, I'm... As we headbang. <laughs> I don't know. That last song wasn't I mean, that good. So metal to me, there's always bands that are going to be considered um, kind of metal adjacent, even if sonically they're not metal. Right. Even dark, you know, dark wave bands like Autumn Tears, you know, they're kind of in that metal world, even though they're not a metal band. Um, you're always going to have like metal adjacent bands. And I think that's great. Yeah. Like, I mean, people are always going to be arguing is Led Zeppelin metal, you know, but even if they're not metal, they're part of like that world, you know? They're Absolutely. hard rock, yeah. they're metal adjacent. Like, let's just talk about... Hey, man, it's all rock and roll. To me I mean, Ghost, like, we played Ghost. They're not a metal band, but they're metal adjacent, you know? Absolutely. We're Maybe just they, like, where do, you, where do you place things? And Yeah. I, I hate uh, normies. That's what we'll call people that don't listen to metal. Uh, talk about what is a metal band. Because I'll have, like just a really heavy rock and roll band in and if their rig is like past four speakers you know what i mean they're like yeah it was it was a bit it was a pretty it was metal and i was like that's no, not metal no just but i see what you're saying it's loudness, loud it's fast at times loudness does not equal metal i actually got into an argument with the guy at indian roller about that like just being I, loud it's, it's, that's where i always get in the argument is so, that indian roller about random this? random kind of i kind of wonder if we've met before but we didn't know that we met what like in the past like before? in a show yeah like yeah. before i knew who you were like and we just have we met did i argue with metal? you because I thought that we had like an internet argument, but maybe we didn't. Because you were like, "No, we didn't." I I'm pretty sure we like got to a fight on Facebook before like I met you. There's a lot of maybe. white guys that look like me, man. 
Oh, you're going to pull that card on me? All white guys look the same to me. Uh, of course. I go somewhere with my husband and I go home with the wrong white guy. I'm very generic looking over here. <laughs> Long hair, Adam's apple. That, that is the thing. Away. Like, uh, my friend up, left, bro? My friend left a show and like I was like, um, have, has anyone seen my friend? They were like, what does he look like? Like, oh, he's, he's about six feet tall. He has long blonde hair. He's wearing, like, a leather vest. That's They're always like, the best. They're like, <laughs> they look like uh, she had, like, pink hair. She had uh, uh, her septum pierced, yeah. tattoos, uh, was wearing, like, uh, a motorhead shirt. And they're like, you just named everyone in this motherfucking place. And I was like, damn, it's, it's fucking hard to describe metalheads. <laughs> they all look alike. We should make, like, a guess who game. Like, you know, where you have, like, the all the little people, their pictures. You're like, does yes, he have a mustache? Who? No. And this, yes. this would be, like, a good time to say, like, I am not Ryoko. I have never been in Clint Eastwood. Like, we need to clear this up because so many people ask me that. I am like, not I've the been... drummer. Yeah, there you go. Hold on. You can finish yours and I'll no, say I was, mine. No, uh, that was it. Uh, I am not the drummer or the guitar player in Disowned. I am not either of those people. One, I don't look like the drummer from Disown. But on the other hand, I do look like the guitar player from Disown. Okay, yeah, that's a blonde guy with long hair. Fucking. But your hair isn't blonde. It's strawberry blonde, right? What else, man? Is it it's, red or is it strawberry blonde? Could you tell on a dive bar when the lights are this low? Ow. We all look alike. Come on. She had like tattoos, like red tips at the end. I she know. was wearing like a black dress, and they're like fucking. Throw a rock and you'll you'll hit a girl that has the same look. Well, and that's the thing. Like I've always been like kind of the uncool, like the dorky, awkward person. But then, like, I feel like having like all these tattoos. Like I'm not trying to say I'm cool or like. You were trying to get accepted into I, the metal. Well, culture. I told you why I got tattoos, didn't I? So the reason I got tattoos to be cool. I literally wanted to see what it would be like to have them because Mercedes, the drummer of Kitty, one of my favorite bands as a kid, she had like a chest piece. And I was like, what would it be like to have a chest piece? Yeah. And I was like, get one. And they were like, that's kind of extreme. Isn't She's it? like the love of my life, by the way. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'm totally obsessed with her. Yeah. I can see that, like drumming oh friends. Yes. Yeah. She seems so tall, too. I just want her to like hold. Is she tall? I, mean, I, I don't know. It I've just seen seems them tall. live and I. Standing next to everyone else, she seems tall, but she might be like three inches shorter than me for all I know. You know what I mean? How tall are you? 5'11"? Girl, I don't, because I'm five feet tall, so everybody looks like super tall exactly. to me. Like, I don't, I don't differentiate. Like, if you're taller than me, like, I'm like, they're tall. They're all. She seems tall, but uh, I, I loved, I don't know, I just, I love her because I watch yeah. a lot of her drum, like, yeah, seminars yeah. and stuff, and it's, I always say what she says. I'm, I'm a rock drummer in a metal band, because I, grew up playing rock and roll I'm not in my mind I'm not nearly a metal drummer yet because metal drummers are like fucking double stroke rolls blast beat blast beat blast beat just destruction like time signatures like six eights fucking whatever like well, just, for me it's a little bit more simple and I just play like on the back beat and I like to make it heavy so it's more I'm more like you know like this band Fu Manchu be more suited to me as a drummer but it, it's super easy it's just fun to play but to like challenge myself and go even harder that's why i love metal because it's like really proving something to people around you like it's almost like the uh the uh the tech how technical it is and just how fast and aggressive it is and how long you can hold that for is it a 
it's very impressive to people that don't even like metal. They're looking at it like a sport at that point. They're like, did she just hold out that scream for 45 seconds? You know, it's like, when is she going to stop? And you're just digging in. It's, it's awesome. That's, I, I love metal because it's like extreme sports as well. It's, it's motherfucking the NFL. Like, all day, baby, just fucking running up, just sack motherfuckers and just loving it. It's, Pure I violence. Mean, metal drumming is very intense. Like, yeah. when you were talking about metal drummers, it's always like a parade of, like, gorgeous rack-mounted, like, you know, two bass drums, like, ten snare drums and 20 cymbals. And it comes to and it's like, oh! 5,000 cymbals. Yes. Yeah. But then, like, It's awesome. Have, those, they're the funnest to look at, especially in a metal really band. You're like, at. holy shit. Um, I always love when you play a show and there's more, like, guitars than there are people in the audience. Like... <laughs> I'm out there every day, man, playing in front of the other bands and their girlfriend. I know rock and roll. I say that, like, every show. It's, from, it's a quote from Airheads, but it's, you know... It happened to I us on Chris- Monday. Did you want to give out a shout out for our show on Monday? All the bands that were oh, on tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We might as well do that um, now, halfway through. So it was last Monday, January thirty first. We got to open for Burial in the Sky and Fleshbore. And with, where the fuck were y'all? With the Zabellian Triangle, it was really great. I'm super honored to get to open for them. Um, you know, I just had a blast. They so. were all so metal. Every drummer had a trigger. The first band had to literally go do a costume change after sound check. Yes. And they were playing like on a click track. Everyone had an ear in ear monitor as well. And we go up there like a bunch of fuck faces. That's what I was saying. Like you guys destroy. Oh. We we what (laughs) you don't think we destroyed? I was better than all those drummers. Kitty, you don't think I was I just felt so nervous. I felt really like I don't know. I just felt kind of freaked out and nervous, but it was okay. Like I did okay. Y'all did great. I with Flooded Tomb, with the Occult, and I've always been in bands where like the instrumentalist carried me, and I appreciate that a lot. For Chris, not how did Kitty do at the hype. show? Uh, Be honest, motherfucker. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm... He doesn't remember. He says he doesn't. I guess, rem- how do you know? I guess it was pretty midi- mediocre then. If you can't remember. Chris, how I'm good was I? I'm focused on the show here and moving it on because we've been talking for 10 minutes now. What? All right, all right. Let's what did move he on say? to the next one. What did he say? It says, let's... Okay. Yeah, he's been playing us out for a while. <laughs> for real. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Let's move on to the next song. Uh, Abbott? Abbott? I thought it was just Abbott. Am I saying it wrong? You say it right? What? Abbott? Abbott? Abeth. Yeah. Abeth. That was our last song. Fuck. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, what's next, Chris? Uh, Celeste. I'm not even going to pronounce the name of the <laughs> song because it's a French band. But That's what it looks like to me. Yes. Wait, what?
I love things that are like how do, how do I put it like that was the guitars were so eh, how do you say just very simple and beautiful but the drums and the vocals making it metal as fuck and I kind of love that because it's 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 kind of hypnotic you know what I mean something about this song is just like touching my heart I think like you said it's the guitars it's like heartbreaking it's so beautiful I love it and then I love that frantic vocal over like that really beautiful um, instrumental. I love it. I love and, it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. I love it. And the drums are disgusting. Yeah. Just I as love disgusting it. as the vocals, where it's just like, wow. Yeah. I, I'm saving it. Yeah, I, save it. Save but, it. Um, you know, it's kind of weird, but it's not really that weird. Scott I guess. loves French metal. Uh, there's only like two French metal bands. This one and Gojira. <laughs> Isn't Anorexia it. Nervosa French? I don't know. And like Blue Tau Snort? Okay, there was like okay, five but to are six. they French? Okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye. But um, music is... Um, bands create music and it's reflected from where they live, the environment that they're around. Even things like the weather affect how a band would sound, you know? They call it desert rock because you're out in the middle of the fucking desert, you know? All that shit in Seattle is dreary and very bluesy, but it's always fucking raining there. So you can kind of, you know, you, uh, French metal is different from German metal, different from Swedish death metal, from just Swedish metal in general. Uh, God damn it. it all, every, everyone has their own sound based on their culture. And... You can just hear that French sound because it's like brutal, but it's like very beautiful because that's how all of them have sound so far. That's a really good point. Yeah. And now that you're saying that, um, maybe I misspoke and those bands aren't French, but now that you mention it, those are very pretty bands that are still like very extreme. So yeah. I just, I really love the drums on that because everything he was, the it's kind of like flooded tombs where it's like me and you have to be like, Okay, I guess we're the, the two people that have to make this into a metal song. I think <laughs> so. This guitar riff is very bitchy. I got you and Chris, I'm not and it was you, just Chris. the three of us. Talking about everyone else. <laughs> well, um, when it was just the three of us and like y'all were slamming, it was awesome. I was like, why can't we do more of this? Like death metal riffs, you know? Um, That's not how it works. Everyone I, has an opinion, and you know that. I was driving in my car today and I was thinking about myself which I love and I realized that like everything that I seem to do people think it turns into like a melodic death metal band I was like it doesn't but I wish I had the power to just like touch a band and like we're a melodic death metal band now <laughs> son of a Come bitch here, like, look at me. Um, I would be extreme death metal I keep saying this but it goes back to what you were saying about uh, Mercedes Lander I am a death metal vocalist in a band that is not a death metal band which isn't, it's kind of... So that's what makes us black metal. Boom. Equation solved. I, like, I feel like it actually is more interesting that way, you know? Yeah. But... It's, it's, more slams. I want more slams. More uh, slams. Chris. Let's move on. I think the next band is going to be more slammy. Is it? I mean, am I looking at it wrong? Is it dead and awake? Yes. Or dead slash wake. I'm just yes. gonna say dead and awake. Yes. And the song is expendable. 
this song makes me want to go to like a show at a DIY venue and turn a trash can over on someone's head. <laughs> and, and then kick them to the floor. Yeah. Uh, or on my own head. It's, it's what you called it. What would you say? Like you say deathcore just because I of mean, like how I thought it was deathcore, but like I could be wrong. All over it, the fucking place. You know? Yeah, you're probably right. We had like a. Uh, also, me, who, who the fuck cares what the genre is? Well, see, it's, me and Craig. I, I want this vocal the whole time, and all I get is whatever this rap rock type of thing in the background. <laughs> I don't know. I saw sweaters in the video, and I was like, okay, all That's right, what, here's a smile. Yeah. You said they wear sweaters like they're about to go hard. Well, I mean, they're going hard, but. <laughs> no, that, yeah, like. But I think to what you were saying about genre, Craig um, from the Mystical Hot Chocolate Endeavors and I were talking about, like, all the subgenre labels in metal. And it's great for people like journalists and, like, DJs, but I think not a lot of musicians like that because it makes us feel, like, pigeonholed. Hey, man, these are all descriptive words. Yeah. Uh, That was Dead Slash Awake, Dead and Awake. If, if you're enjoying the song, please download now. This is this is like literally every genre of metal nowadays slammed into one song. That, that vocal is like, nasty. Oh, I love that. I love this part, but we're we're all over the place with this. It's I feel like I'm about to have like a a, a stroke over here. Just I, what's happening? Um, let's move on. Is that the last of our singles, Chris? Uh, we're we are actually already in the albums. That last band, uh, Celeste, was the first band that we'll be we were talking about. That's celebrating an album release, and the, this band is also celebrating an album release. Semantics. It's an EP. Came out on the twenty eighth. And the next band is called The Last Ten Seconds of Life. The last 10 seconds of life. I, okay, I'm not going to judge it by the name. Haven't we listened to them before? I, I thought I would remember a name that dumb, but... I think I liked it when we last listened to it, but let's see. Let's, let's put our metal faces on and judge. Al- Alter of Poison is the name of the song. Yeah. 
this like a the the new version of new death metal? It is all over the place again. I'm. It kind of reminds me of like yeah, like those deathcore like kind of chug I mean, bands. Yeah. That are. Uh, or just the tech death too, because I'm yeah. like I don't know what the fuck's happening. I mean, right to be now. honest with you, like when I think tech death, I think more like something with a little uh, more Igor like speed with three to R's. it, like you know. I I expect things that are gonna like affect me yeah. in a weird way based on the the octave and the the tone, <laughs> like, or it's like oh that one just like yeah this muscle right here and this one made my left eye water for whatever reason this this tuning um i know it's it's all over the place uh i guess this is future metal this is yeah. future metal yeah like right here yeah we both like look at each other like whoa like what's going on what the fuck is happening in this song which I think that's amazing. We talked about this uh, in a past episode with all the tools that we have available to us now. We can really push our creativity and explore and kind of go outside genre boundaries. And I think that's great. Yeah, AI and metal. Uh, I, I know it's going to grow on me more because it's so abrupt and so technical that being a metalhead, I kind of crave stuff like this at times. Like... I love it just easy flowing. Give me give me ACDC any day of the week, but sometimes I need to like sit there and like process numbers <laughs> in my head. It really just clears everything. No other thoughts could possibly be happening right now. I'm so focused in on what's going on at this very point. But it's uh, it has to do with the listening skills. Musicians have it and so do super fans. People that are like huge fans of any genre they got great ears and they can break shit down you know plenty of people on youtube that dissect songs there's it's producers for albums they're not musicians but they have that ear it's, yeah it's, it's kind of like a um, something you're born with but it's also something you can work on and listening to metal the like death metal extreme metal metal in all the sense the hardest genre to focus and break down and fall in love with but after that like i said before everything's on the table yeah i mean that's a really good point um for like 10 years from the time i was maybe 17 or 18 to when i was like 29 i didn't play music at all but when i was in college i was a college radio dj i've always been like a super fan of music i've always been going to live shows and listening intently so i feel like that's like 75% of the battle, right? Yeah. Like, just, for... Just wait for, like, Cannibal Corpse to start making sense, where you're like, I can hear all the lyrics <laughs> past his metal accent, if you will, you know? Well, half the battle with being, like, a death metal vocalist is timing. Like, knowing how to make the vocal patterns interesting, because it's rhythm, right? Like, you're taking away the melody, you're taking away the pitches... True, but doesn't pronunciation have to go in there to the highest extent? Because if Girl, they're going to say know. it, I'll fuck it up. I just go for it. I'm like, I don't know. Uh. If there's lyrics, aren't we trying to actually say the words or are we just making noise? Both. <laughs> I see the secrets here. I see. I see. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next song. Cool. Uh, this is Supernova by Saxon. 
classic band. Right. We listened to one two weeks ago. But this is your classic uh, sword and shield death metal, if you will. Your dwarven death metal. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wouldn't call it death metal per se. Or but... not, metal. Yeah, heavy metal. Yeah. yeah. Heavy metal. Yeah. Denim and leather, baby. Like Saxon. What is there? What more is there to say? I'm sure someone saw it live and was like, "This is so loud! It's too metal." I kind of, I almost started singing denim and leather, but I didn't because I'm toned down. Okay, okay. Well, so. let's let's uh, check out this second song from their album's already out. Yes, the album just came out on, I believe, the fourth. All right. So let's check it out.
from What it is that you have become trivial What's wrong? You don't like this, you deny it And run back to your black hole And so what is this? The way you commit You just run and hide You can't hide How dare you? How dare you shit on my childhood? <laughs> you, you know how many dark times Corns got me through? Fuck you. Fourteen was a very depressing time. Get him. Living out in the middle of Liberty Hill. It's where I started my musical career. So fucking boring out there. Uh, the, the beginning of that song was, I don't know, pretty badass. But uh, again, we got down to the vampire metal, you know, <laughs> that they became. It's all the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. From here on out, every song is Lestat on vocals. I, I still, um, there's still a little bit of love left inside me for this band. And it's uh, one of those, uh, you know, dirty little secrets that I'll always have. And, and if you want to get in an argue with me after this about corn, please, I'll buy you a drink and then tell you how wrong you are about how good this band really is. Uh... Kitty, uh, you were never really a corn fan. You were just like death metal through and through. Well, right? it's a weird because I did like I liked bands like Kitty. I liked Dead Z. Dead we were Star all Assembly. fourteen once. Yeah. I liked Otep, obviously a lot. It's weird because like I skipped over Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, and Corn when I was a kid. I don't know why. Like I guess I had competing priorities. Yeah. I don't know, but I also have to say like. Everybody knows the first metal show I ever went to was Trivium, Saxon, and Iced Earth. God kind damn. of a strange lineup to say in retrospect. Yeah. Um, well, but, like, seeing Saxon is your first fucking metal show. Like, Saxon, living, breathing legends. I'm glad that I'm on this earth at the same time as Saxon. That's pretty badass. Let's talk I, about the, the song right before yes, uh, the that corn was Saxon, song. Yeah. Uh, was the new Saxon song, yes. Supernova. Yes, yes. I loved it so much more than the, the the first song we listened to. The first song was very classic. This one was, I don't know, I just love that steady double kick. You know? It was, yeah, it was more intense, right? Yeah. Like, the vocals were badass. Like, great performances all around. Wow, very just... Couldn't ask for more. Ooh, very classic. And uh, they still got it, man. And you, you know exactly what you're going to get when you listen to Saxon. And... I'm going I'm to save that one. Uh, I hope it doesn't fuck up the algorithm yes. too much on my Spotify. But, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, there's nothing more to say, really, than what we've already said. So let's move on. 
All right. The next the band next we're going to listen to is a band called Persona Fone. Pers- I, I, I what? Oh, s- tell me. Show me. Persephone? Persephone. No, is that the... The band is Persephone. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And the song is... Catabasis. I don't even know where to get started. I don't know. Okay, so... With Stephanie, everyone. <laughs> we got a suggestion that instead of um, giving our reactions to the music, we would just talk about our lives and have normal conversations between songs. But there's something in me that like just has to react to everything. I'm just very, like, I have to tell you my opinion. So I like that. I especially love the drumming. It was crazy. It That's was absolutely insane. Like, it was... Very like frenetic between different parts, but the transitions were great. Like it wasn't harsh at all to the ear, you know. I liked it. No, it's something about like just having those keyboards yeah. and those triggers all right there on the same level. So, just so it's flowing, and it's very beautiful. It's also very black metal because, well, the imagery and I mean, come on, the overall sound. It's it's super beautiful. It's 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 beautiful metal, which is eh, take it or leave it if you want, you know. There's something about the keyboard texture that reminds me of that band Traced On from when we were like in our teens and twenties. I don't know, like the sonically, it's not like really similar except the keyboards. There's just something about it. I like it. I'm into it. It's absolutely insane. I I, I this might just grow on me based on the drums alone, because that's fucking insane. So my friend does like he does his music project. It's just him. He does sample, like program drums, and he was like, he sent me a song, and it was just constant double kick, like the whole thing. I was like, yeah, I love it. I love it. You know, these are the kind of drums that I like. And then he messaged me. He's like, I changed the drums. I didn't like the constant double kick. I was like, no. Nah! 
Yeah, a little bit more dynamics. Go no, I don't stop, care. Pause, like I just, pause, I just pause, want like a steady pause, stream of like puppet, 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 puppet. Yeah, yeah. That we all love those two minute and thirty. I mean, listen to that right. It's great. And then it gets here, and then I don't know where we went. I don't know. I love this. That's all I have to say. Very European. I'm very confused, but I like it. I'm interested. Mm, I'll, I'll come back to it. Let's move on to the next. I think we're sticking in the realm of black metal. This next band, next band we're going to get into is Mystic Circle. The song is Darkness and Flames. That was Mystic Circle with the darkness and flames. Uh, fucking brutal. What more do you need to say? I really, that was really good. Like, in terms of personal taste, I like my black metal to be like a little bit uglier and rougher than that. But for what they're going for, like, I know, I get what they're going for, and it's really good. Yeah, I, I love they're it. They're doing what they do really well. I'm going to save it. I'm curious to know more about this band. So let's move on. Uh, next band is Abhoria with the... Uh, How do you say that? Abhoria. All right. We're going to go with that. How, how, how would y'all say this? How, how would y'all pronounce it? I, I, I would pronounce it the same because it's like the word... It looks like it's based off the word 
abhor, you know, so yeah. aboria. Aboria. And uh, the song is False Idols. It means like you hate it. You, I abhor it. I abhor it. I, now I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> I abhor it. You know, I love a good album cover that has so much artwork and detail that you're just staring at it the entire time you're listening to the album. You know, when you were younger, you bought the album, you like took that booklet apart, you were like, I want to know everything. You're smelling it, you're just ingesting it. Sometimes you get like, sometimes the inner booklet was like a poster and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. One more piece of artwork to add to this bedroom. So I totally... What forgot to mention the best album cover of 2021, which was Pale Swordsman by Keck Darot. Iconic. So corny. That album, that album cover is ironic, and it will go down in history. Yeah. Uh, oh, did I say ironic? Fuck, I'm drunk. It's iconic. It's not ironic. It's iconic. Three it's iconic. from that drink. Yes, Daddy. Go on ahead. Oh, my God. Um, so, that, um, Ab- Aboria... That has a great album uh, a cover. Check it out. Um, it had so many black metal. Oh, fuck, I'm drunk. God, just cut it. Off. It had so many great black metal elements and melodic death mixed together perfectly. I never even heard of this band before, but I love them. Like yeah. flawless. 
10 out of 10. I assume they've been doing this a while and it's Brilliant, it's a yes. five minute long song, but it's it doesn't feel that way. It feels like it's just flowing by me and I'm like, wait, what just happened? Go back, go back. They're great. Saving that one for the playlist. I'm at the point of the night where I'm like feeling my face to make sure it's still there. Oh my God. All right, let's move on before um, Kitty literally like just okay. turns into just what a All husk. Right. I was thinking more like a husk. Yes. Yes. Where we touch you and you just fall to ash. Like, oh my God. This next band we've talked about a lot because they've had a lot of singles. Venom Prison. Finally, the album is out. So we'll listen to one more song from this album. All right, let's get back into Venom Venom Prison. Prison. With Comfort of Complicity.
If you're loving the music, please come up and scan the code. Uh, if you have YouTube music, uh, better luck to you next time. Uh, <laughs> shout out Lauren and the crowd working for YouTube. Ah, we don't have a playlist for them. I apologize for that. I know both users of YouTube. But I, I want everyone, I wish we had a fucking projector behind us. Because this is, we're talking about album covers. This is the best one of the night. It is literally like a, a watercolor painting it's like some old biblical bible shit where I, there's something so terrifying to into it where I, I don't know I love it it's it's the best it kind of reminds me of like Gustave Doré or something like that yeah. uh, like classically beautiful with terrifying subject matter yes exactly and what's more metal than that you know what I mean uh, it's absolutely awesome uh, Venom Prison I keep wanting to say pleasure. I don't oh, know pleasure, why. Venom. <laughs> no, Venom. It's, it's all fucking me up. <laughs> it's all fucking me up. But uh, this is, uh, I think, the third time we've listened to them. The album's finally out now, and it's fucking awesome. You know, I'm, I'm definitely coming back for more on this one. I'm, please, I want seconds. Let's move on. We got a couple more, and we're gonna be done with this shit, y'all. Couple more, almost done. Next band is Abysmal Dawn, and the song is A Nightmare Slain. Wow. 
Definitely send me more. Well, that was uh, how do you, how do you say the name? Abysmal Dawn. What? Abysmal Dawn. Uh, again, scan the playlist. I'm not gonna sit here and spell out shit for anyone. <laughs> like, I love you guys so this much. Is metal. I love you guys so much. But in like my perfect world, I'd be in a band that sounds like that. I, I, killer. Like that was pretty awesome. I'm, I'm saving that one. Everything I love about death metal. Yeah. Like gorgeous guitars, great drumming. I said I was gonna stop talking, but I had to say I love that song. Probably mm. my favorite of the night. Yeah, definitely a, a, a great uh, flavor of metal. <laughs> Let's say it like that. Uh, because we're getting to the end and we're literally on fumes. Let's move on to the next band because we got to keep rolling. Yes. These next two bands uh, I was excited to put on and listen to. They were uh, surprises for me. Um, this next one is Splattered and the song is Repugnant Virtuosity. And the vocals are some of the lowest gnarly like gnarly vocal I like. we'll be the judge of that Chris you just go ahead and but play it's like, us it's song. like cannibal but like deeper vocal mm, yeah. Re- really yeah alright alright put it on your Let's metal face out. this is a uh, splattered
the gem of the night, everyone. <laughs> I know. That song, like, really touched my heart. I don't know why, but I, it's perfect. I really like it. I, what, what do you even say about those vocals? Oh, like, I, like I said, it's like... Uh, Absolutely sick. Yeah, I love it. It's like, Ted, it's like uh, Tim, uh, whatever the fuck, from, like, Firm Gully playing, like, the fucking pollution. You know, it's just bubbles. I know. I voices. I mean, I know that I don't really play this type of music myself, but I feel like also you can't live in Texas and not be into that, you know? <laughs> like, this is brutal death metal country. I really like that. It was really good. Staring out in the middle yeah. of a field on a hot day, just I mean, listening to a song. Oh, it, and it wasn't just oh. just gross, like, from beginning to end. There were, like, great guitars, right? Like, oh, yeah, some that was, great, like, that was a fun, that was a fun guitar crisp solo. drumming, great vocals. I love it. That was awesome, to be honest. Yes. Uh, yes. Didn't see it coming, but should have with that title. Oh, yes. And with that, we will end with our final band that we're going to talk about. I can't pronounce it. All right, Kitty. Here's your time to shine. Acranius? 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 Go ahead and hit the barcode over here if you got a Spotify <laughs> YouTube music. So you can see it for yourself. I mean, hell, all the good band names are taken, so just got to start resorting to words. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, made up words, yeah. Latin words. All words. <laughs> but to be honest, like, I wouldn't recommend Our naming your band. Me. I wouldn't recommend naming your band a made up word because you'll be standing on stage, like, spelling it for people. Yeah. I think they're really just going for the most diehard fans of That's the genre. True. And they That's don't true. want to ever fall into the mainstream because that would not be metal. We'll make an illegible vocal with a made-up band name. Like a made-up yeah. word. And we'll just like... If you care, then you it. will yeah. learn the spelling. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Buy some merch when you see us live. And that way you know how it's spelt. In the case of some bands, though, with that font of yours, like the last band... Splattered. I would be, I'd be like literally guessing. Wait, did I say it wrong? No, it, I mean splattered. It's I am splattered. If I just saw the logo, I'd be like, I. <laughs> That's definitely a new game show. Name that death metal band slash black metal. Uh, let's move on. We got one more. Do you want to go through the last two, Chris? What's up? Well, I mean, Kitty had something to say about when it came to uh, the dark uh, tranquility, when it's going to be, you know, our sh- big shout out to Satan taking another one of our yes. So let's check out musicians from Cranius Despair Bound, and then we'll move on to this this sad ending.
Come on, just give me the whole Caesar, like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Fuck yeah. All right, save that one on the playlist, everyone. So, I just, this is a podcast I've been told that I should, I'm going to tell a story, don't, okay, my last story. So, I'm sure everybody heard that Chris Barnes said he hates all modern death metal vocalists. I told you he's a dick And face. I, like, I read that, and I, like, as you know, my old band was literally, it was a modern death metal band. It wasn't Six Feet old, Under it was modern. sucks all the dicks. I thought Chris Barnes, like, had heard me and was insulting me, and I felt honored to be insulted <laughs> by Chris Barnes. All modern day so, death metal singers suck. I mean, Come technically, me, I am a modern death metal vocalist. I there you go. suck, apparently. I loved how you and put yourself in that headspace. Like, we're not signed. We're not, like, top I, dog shit. Listen, but you're like, bitch, I love the genre. And you go out and you talk about other people's bands and promote them more than you do your own. Hence, like, building the scene uh, and building the genre. And what they were talking about in that whole YouTube video was, like, if you don't like it, you don't have to fucking like it. But you don't have to sit there and say all this shit online. And be a fucking old crone. You know, that's all he is. He's this old 55-year-old death metal fuckface that's like thinks that he's a gatekeeper. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, six feet under has always sucked. I would love Chris Barnes to come to our next show and like insult me personally. I would love him to put his hands on me and then that I did you wrong. run up and punch no. him in the face. Be like, don't you touch my drummer. <laughs> you just take him down. I don't know, I know, like... I hope we get that video on YouTube. My hands are very weak, but I'll keep exercising with this hand strengthener, and I might be ready. Yeah, just in case Chris Barnes want to show up and yeah. talk that fucking shit. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we're at the end of the podcast. I want to thank The Lost Well for dealing with us. I want to thank Lauren for Wait, always for- coming out and supporting us. Oh, look at her in the crowd. Everyone look at her. <laughs> you forgot the uh, in memoriam. What, what was that? What? Well, you don't have the, the sheet out, so. <laughs> we, we have a, a great gig in the sky. What? Oh, we're what? talking about uh, the, the, the people that we lost in the, in the couple of weeks prior, the, the big gig in the sky that Chris likes to call it. I like to call it uh, Satan has claimed his own, you know. When you signed that contract, you knew it was coming up. You know what I mean? You wanted to come on. You knew you only had, oh. But 25, maybe plus years, maybe. Ozzy's like skirting. I think he's just like literally putting like, uh, he's like refinancing his soul with Satan. He's like, just give me five more years to pay it off. Five more years and you can have it even longer than I signed up for originally. I'm just trying to like make light of the situation. Well, no, We're like losing you, someone like you said, that is so influential. And I know you wanted to talk a little bit about this. I, uh, I we're mean, going dark tranquility. Yes, and Frederick, take it Frederick Johansson. So I know this is kind of a dumb thing to remember, but the first time I played at the Lost Well, I was wearing my vintage dark tranquility shirt. I was very proud of it. Uh, dark tranquility is obviously one of the forerunners in their genre. They're still sounding great and sounding fresh today. But Frederick Johansson was in that earlier formation of them, their first few albums. Like, I think the gallery and projector that really put them on the scene. So he shaped them, he catapulted them into the metal titans that they are today. Yeah, the name I, is iconic. You know, I can't... It's, a, it's not a band I constantly listen to, but it's a band I constantly hear about being yeah, a fan of me. the genre. I'm like, That's, I'm like, Scott! Is that who it is? Um, <laughs> that way it keeps popping up? But 
they even I think they play some of the songs that he wrote live like his legacy is still going forward uh, in every new band that's influenced by Dark Tranquility you can still hear his influence so I, that's pretty close yeah. to immortality to me that's it- and I think that's why we're artists slash musicians is uh, at the end of the day, we're trying to create something that will uh, last decades past when we're not here anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to get something to stick and something that's going to be remembered forever. Well, like you said, I've never been part of like a signed band. I'm obviously not in a famous band, but I'm hoping someday, like maybe after I'm gone, my music will still be there. Something will resonate with people. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, some platform, whatever version of Spotify is in the future, is just going to just be like, has anyone heard of this band, Floody Tunes, from 40 years ago? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it happened to Dead Moon. It happened to Dead Moon. I'm just saying, you know, once, like, I finally die, because I know I'll be the last one to die in this group of five of us. Are, are you? I'm the healthiest. For Excuse sure. me, I I think Chris will be healthy. old and rickety five years past me and just keep coming to my grave just being like... Well, Chris is the youngest, so he probably would. Doing the podcast, even when I'm dead. <laughs> just like, microphone at the grave. Just my, like, how do you feel about this, Scott? My thoughts, exactly. My old bandmate was 10 years younger than the rest of us, and he would say, like, he would reference when we were all dead. He would say, like, you know, I'm still going to be playing and y'all are going to be dead. I was like, really? <laughs> So, just thinking of yourself more highly, and then when it comes to the realm of metal, that's he's gonna be sorry when, when I, I am dead. Yeah, <laughs> you'll all be sorry <laughs> when I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you lost once I'm gone. <laughs> Good God, Kitty, it's a oh dark way God, to end this it. Is very morbid. Yeah, like I'm just thinking about being dead now. Dark way to end it. I mean, we're trying to talk about dark tranquility here, oh, yeah. and you made it about yourself once more. Congratulations, <laughs> Kitty. Congratulations. <laughs> Take the spotlight I'm, once I'm more. I'm the lead singer. Like, lead it, singer, that's what Kitty it, Farmer, that's what, everyone. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, let's listen to this song from this album. I know nothing. Kitty, do you want to end this? You're a super fan um, of this. I mean, all levity aside, what we've just talked about, Dark Tranquility is always going to be one of the like titans or behemoths of their genre. So Frederick Johansson will always be remembered. Remembered in time, forever and ever. Yes. It was uh, 47, was the guitar player from 93 to 99, and uh, was rhythm. It's too young. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Bangover Podcast. I'm not going to do any announcement shout-outs when we're ending on this. Just sit here and embrace the music like we've been all night. I've been Scott Allen. I'm Kitty Farmer. And Chris Meyer, yep. thank you for the playlist. End, we're, sorry, we're going to end on mass worship, Imperium Halls. We're going to go through both of them back to back. <laughs>